Thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. Hey, great. So it's a, it's a real privilege to, to be here the, the, this morning and, and continue with this Habitude um, series, week three. And we've already looked at some of the Habitudes we've already looked at. We've looked at growth, haven't we, week one? And then Leon and Alison did an incredible um, job last week at uh, looking at the Habitude of Courage. Courage. And this morning, uh, we're looking at the Habitude of Gratitude. And that rhymes, and I love stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I, yeah, I like it when it all works out like that. And I want to wrap it. I thought of a rap. Um, I want to stay relevant, but I realize I'm not when I just said that. Um, so I may rap later for you. You're in for a treat, so look out for that. But the habitude of gratitude. Let's look at what the dictionary says, dictionary says about gratitude this morning. This is the, the dictionary meaning. The quality, the quality of being thankful. The readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Thankfulness. That's a habit, isn't it? And an attitude. The quality of being thankful. You know, that's so important. You know, and I've noticed, you know, maybe me, but maybe some of us here too, as we get older, we, we, we lose the quality of being thankful. We lose the quality of being thankful. You know, as children... One of the first things we're, we're taught is to say thank, thank you, to have thankfulness. And, and you know, children, they, they mean it too. Cara, my eight-year-old daughter, uh, and Evie, man, when, when I give them something, when they have they are so thankful. It's sincere. Their eyes light up. They give me a cuddle. They love. They're so thankful. But as we get older, we lose the quality of thankfulness. You see, somebody can give you something, and it may be just a, a polite thank you. And then I'm sure we've all done this. Somebody's given you something, and you've gone, wow, thank you. <laughs> Not really liking it or appreciating it whatsoever. Guys, I want to encourage you this morning. Practice thank you. The real quality of being thankful. You know, thank you is mentioned in the Bible 172 times. And thankfulness is a constant theme throughout the Bible, especially the Psalms. And a Psalm that is very special to me. Psalm 138 from the message, this is one to six, say this. Starts with thank you. Everything in me says thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your faithfulness. The moment I called out. You stepped in. You made my life large with strength. Wow, that's the quality of being thankful, isn't it? That's thankfulness in its fullness. That's not a polite thank you. And check this. Thank you is the best prayer that anyone could say. I say that one a lot. Thank you expresses extreme gratitude, humility, and understanding. A quote by Alice Walker. And the habitude of gratitude, it changes everything when you live it out. So I want to encourage you to practice saying thank you and mean it. The quality of thankfulness. Say thank you. Because thanksgiving with your mouth can stir thanksgiving in your heart. And then it becomes a, a way of life. And it's how God intends us to live our lives. 
See, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18 says, In everything give thanks. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You know, if you ever wanted to know what the will of God for your life is, it's just there. Now you know. Give thanks in everything. In the good. And especially the bad. Some of you are like, what? Paul, who, who wrote this, loads of bad stuff happened to him. He was beaten up close to death numerous times, shipwrecked, and then thrown in prison numerous times too. And Paul is, is not saying that we should thank God for everything that happens to him. But in everything, there's a difference, guys, in everything. And that's actually a, a character trait when we often focus more on calling. You know, things may be bad, but it doesn't stop us praising and thanking God who is always good. The habitude of gratitude helps us to overcome. Paul reiterates this again in a famous passage of Scripture we all probably knew. Let's have a look at it. Philippians 4, verses 4 to 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Just so we're clear, I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness... I want to say if you're a Christian here this morning, a follower of Jesus, gentleness is so important. Something we should all have. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds. In Christ Jesus, the habitude of gratitude. You know, Paul in prison, he wrote this. He was in prison when he wrote this, and he encourages others to rejoice. To rejoice, he says it twice. So it's important to have joy in the Lord always. Which I want you to know, guys, is more than happiness. I hope you know that. And then he goes on to say, then not to be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and thanksgiving, put your requests to God. <laughs> moaning, moaning, complaining, whatever you want to call it. Moaning about your problems isn't going to make them go away. But it will constantly remind you of them. You know, but finding things to be thankful in the midst of your problem, it will take the focus off the problem and may just give you the strength to overcome the habitude of gratitude is powerful. You know, in the field of psychology, gratitude is openly acknowledged to have benefits in our lives. And Scottish-born Amy Morin, my wife put me onto her. She's Scottish too. She's a psychotherapist in America. And she's written many books on mental health and being mentally strong. In one of her books, she lists seven, seven scientifically proven benefits of gratitude. Man, I love that, that science and the Bible go hand in hand. It's not a competition. They can complement each other. And we don't have to be worried about science or God. All, all truth is, is God's truth. Those seven things are. Gratitude can open the door to more friendships. Gratitude can open the door to more friendships. If you want friends, have gratitude. It's recorded that grateful people are more inclined to build friendships faster 
and help others with personal problems. They become what is called more pro-social. Number two, gratitude can improve physical health. That's so important. See, when we are grateful, we activate brain regions associated with a feel-good transmitter, dopamine. Gratefulness also increases the mood neurotransmitter, serotonin, and the trust hormone, oxytocin. When dopamine is released, it evokes a do-it-again response, which I love. So a grateful heart can feed itself and help us want to repeat it. It's called the virtuous cycle. We simply have to start the process by choosing to be grateful. Number three, gratitude can improve psychological health. So important. Grateful. Gratitude can enhance empathy and reduce aggression. Hmm. Grateful people sleep better. Number five. You know, our, our brains and bodies, we, they need adequate sleep. See, when we don't get enough sleep, our brains can't consolidate our experiences from the day into our long-term memory. So without, refreshing, without the refreshing sleep, our memory and cognitive functions, man, they suffer. And a Chinese study, a Chinese discovered not only did gratitude improve sleep, but check this, it decreased depression and indirectly lowered anxiety. Man, that's huge. So start and end your day with a grateful heart for more rejuvenating sleep. Number six, gratitude can improve self-esteem. And we all need more self-esteem. And then the last one, gratitude can increase mental strength. Man, check the benefits of having the habitude of gratitude. And you know, if you're not a Christian this morning or you're watching this back later, man, the habitude of gratitude will benefit your life too. I want to encourage you to be grateful, to live a life of thankfulness, to put this into practice. It will change things. And then for those that would call themselves Jesus followers, man, can you see why Paul says it's God's will for your life? And how are you doing in this area of your life? Are you living a life full of gratitude? Are you giving thanks in all circumstances? <laughs> or is it no thanks? You see, there are some barriers to gratitude. And let's be honest this morning. Let's have a look at a couple of those barriers. You see, we're, <laughs> we're often more forgetful than thankful. And we're all guilty of it. See, we've all witnessed some amazing answers to prayer. But over time, we forget them. Especially the next time our faith is needed, required to believe God for an answer regarding a situation we may be in. And I know this is true. I know we're more forgetful than thankful because it is in the Bible. Luke 17. You may know the story. Jesus heals 10 lepers. But only one, only one came back to say thank you. And that's nine that didn't. And that would be a shocking statistic, wouldn't it, if we did that in the room this morning. Another barrier is we focus more on what we don't have than give thanks for what we do have. 
See, we're constantly sold a lie that we need more stuff to live a good life. When actually what we need is more of God. See, we focus more on the valleys we've been through than the mountaintops we've been on. You know, your problem will always be a problem if your focus is on the problem. And here's the wrap. Everybody's heard of your ills, your pills, your feelings, and your bills. What you need is the habitude of gratitude. A few more barriers to gratitude. See, we talk more about our defeats than our victories. And then we focus more on ourselves than, more, than others. And when we, when we don't exercise our faith, it may be that we have less to be thankful for. See, what we often want is a quiet, safe, easy, comfortable way of life. But followers of Jesus, you need to know this. Jesus is always calling you to a new way of life, to trust him always. And let me just say on gratitude and thankfulness, man, if Jesus never did anything for you ever again after salvation, then that alone is enough. That alone is enough. Man, let's be thankful for that this morning. If you can't be thankful because you haven't got what you want, be thankful you didn't get what you deserve. So how do we develop the habitude of gratitude? Well, thanksgiving with your mouth can stir thanksgiving with your heart. Start there. Practice thank you. Three things that I think will, will help us, and they are present, purpose, and praise. Present. Man, be present. Be present. Live in the present. Be thankful in the moment. Now is the only moment of reality you possess. And the real gift of gratitude is that the more grateful you are, the more present you become. Robert Holden. See, the past is gone, the future's not here. It's why God is called the great I am, not I was or I will be. He's the great I am. And he says, I am with you in the moment. See, when you live in the present and are thankful for what you have, rather than focus what you don't have, gratitude turns what you have into enough. Gratitude turns what you have into enough. You see, you become more present. Your perspective changes. And I'll talk more about that in a minute. So God, you need to celebrate. Celebrate the present. Instead of wishing it, rushing it, or even despising it away. Appreciate it. Value it. Notice things and people. Be fully present and fully thankful. The second one, purpose. This is so important. Know your purpose. See, there is a purpose to your life that is bigger than you. And this is where gratitude gives you a different perspective, not only for yourself, but for others. See, gratitude strengthens self-worth and social ties. Gratitude will help you to see the best in others rather than the need to compete with them. See, we heard last week, didn't we, that we, we, need, we need one another. We're not supposed to do this journey alone. But guys, a lack of gratitude can cause us to do that. You see, we can become critical of others, suspicious of others, even <laughs> cheesed off 
with others. That's the soft version. Gratitude blocks toxic emotions. It blocks them. It blocks envy, resentment, anger, and regret. So you cannot be envious and grateful at the same time. It can't happen. You can't resent someone for having what you don't if you're grateful with what you have. And Jesus' greatest prayer, it was that we would be one, that people would know we love Jesus because of our love for one another. And when you develop the habitude of gratitude, I want you to know, guys, that you step into your purpose, not only for yourself, but for others. I want to share a story here, a little story that happened just a, a couple of months back. You know, Leon, our lead pastor, he's, he's been traveling a lot this year, which is fantastic. God has really given him and us great opportunities. And it's been a, a privilege for me. Um, had a new car recently, and I want that car to, you know, to be a blessing, to, to use it for, for others too. Um, it wasn't really that way when he asked me to take him to Heathrow Airport for this latest his, his trip to Cambodia at 4 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, yeah, mate, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll take you. Anyway, picked him up at 4 a.m. in the morning. We drove down to London to, to Heathrow Airport. And then just as we got there, we had a great conversation going down. It's often a, a really good time for discipleship and just to, to chat things through. And, and I love that. Um, and then as we get off the junction to Heathrow Airport, Heathrow Airport is just that, man, my car starts making some incredibly loud noises, just banging like under the engine and then, oh my goodness, and power starts to go and Leon's like, are we going to make it to the airport? I'm like, mate, if we stop, you can walk there. It's, it's, it's literally there. It's, it's going to be okay. And we did get there. We, we got to the passenger terminal just about and I dropped him uh, off. He gave me a hug and he's like, mate, you're going to make it back home? And I'm like, don't worry, just go catch your plane, I'll sort it out. I went back to the car, went to start it, and oh my goodness, the, the, the noise was incredible. There was no way, um, like, I, I was going to risk driving anywhere. It's like six o'clock in the morning now in London. I'm like, if I think, just take it further, I'm going to be stuck in, in Russia. There's, there's no chance I'm moving. Um, so I phoned the, the AA, um, a member, like, through my bank and that, um, and uh, it was incredible. They came really quickly, 20 minutes. That's a, that's a miracle uh, in, in itself. I'm, I'm thankful for that. And, and this story is going somewhere. Stay, stay, stay with me. Um, so I phoned the AA. They come out. Uh, and uh, the guy there is a really nice guy and, and, and connected with him and, and stuff like that. Um, and you know then when they lift the bonnet and, and they come back and their face is really like solemn and it's like, it's not good. And he's really apologetic and he's like, mate, I cannot like get your car going it's it's it's, it's gonna need recovery um I, I can't fix it now on the spot and i'm like mate that's that's fine and uh, he went off and, and made some phone calls he went off and made some phone calls and then he came back to me again with that same face but this time a little bit more apologetic he's like mate um you've 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 only got um roadside recovery roadside assistance not recovery it's going to cost you like 150 pounds to to to, to f um, fill your membership, and I'm like, okay. Then his, his face dropped a bit, and he goes, "We only um, tow you 50 miles for free. Then it's like 50p for the next for the miles after." And I'm like, "It was 65 miles after the first um, 50, so it's going to like cost a fortune. It's like over 200 pounds, something like that, to uh, to, uh, to to get me home that morning. I'm still going somewhere. Stay with me." Um, 
And then I'm like, mate, it's fine. Make the phone calls. Do what you've got to do. I'm like, I just, I want to get home. And, and thank you for, for what you've done this morning. And he's like, his face then went puzzled. He's like, mate, you're handling this really well. Um, he goes, if other people like this in this moment, they'd be kicking the car. They'd be cursing at me. They'd have a really bad attitude. Uh, and then I just turned around to him and said to him, mate, a bad attitude is, is only going to make my day worse. It's not going to change anything. And then he went back to his van on the phone. He's like, that's really, I've never heard that. A bad attitude is only going to make your day worse. He goes, never, never heard that before. And, and anyway, he made the phone calls, did the appropriate stuff, and tows the car, and we're in the van, me and him together. And um, I'm just saying this because gratitude changed something and opened some stuff up here, guys. I want you to know that. As we were in the van, this guy asking usual questions, how long you've been with the AA? He said two years. And then oh, he went on to unpack his story. And if you know my past, his past was very similar to mine. He got in some trouble, got into a fight, went to prison. He's got two daughters, relationship broke down. Even to the fact, guys, that the two daughters, his two daughters, were the same age as my two daughters at the same time when I went through it. And I'm like, wow. You know, as he was telling his story, my, my mouth, my jaw was, was on the floor. I'm like, this is, this is my story. And I'm like, wow. And then I had the opportunity to, to share my story. Uh, and his jaw was on the floor. Uh, and we carried on uh, uh, in talking and talking about church and how Jesus had changed my life. And I just said to him, look, I'm 14 years down the line. Everything will work out. My daughter's now, and it's all worked out. I've got an incredible relationship. But the main thing I had going through it was, was hope. Man, Jesus changed everything for me. And then I said to him, mate, I'm You've got hope. It, it will work out. Maybe dark at the moment, but there's always hope in the darkness. And we carried on talking. And then he said, oh, mate, I can get you to Warwick services. That's a little bit further, so you don't have to pay so much. And he, he made the calls. He, he dropped me off at Warwick services. Another AA guy was coming out. And as he was unloading my car, he said goodbye. And again, I said, thank you, mate, for, for, for all your help. And I'm going to be praying for hope for you that it will all work out. And then he turned around and said to me, it's not, hope is great. He goes, but I think I, I really need to know your Jesus. And like, you know me, I'm like, man, that can happen in an instant. You can know Jesus now. It's just, a, it's just a prayer away and you invite him. And honestly, in Warwick service stations, this guy, no name, but he gave his life to Jesus, which was just incredible. You know, I really believe gratitude opened, opened, opened a way for that. We, we swapped numbers. It took 45 minutes for, for the other AA guy to come. So he told me where he's from, got his mobile number. I'm like Googling churches, alpha courses. I'm like, that's your next thing you need to do. He checked out a church, um, found an alpha course. He started an alpha course in May, the beginning of May. He's just done the session, How We Can Have Faith, where you get the opportunity to accept Jesus into your life. And he's like, I've already done that, Simon. He texts me. But um, he's like, I did it again, just, just, just to make sure. He's on uh, an incredible journey now, which is, which is, which is uh, amazing. <laughs> Coming back to the car. <laughs> the car cost £5,345 to be fixed. It was like a complete like, new engine, like the engine had gone. And I'm like... <laughs> Still trying to be thankful. No, I was thankful. I was thankful. I'm like, I'm like God, you, you, you totally set this opportunity up. You totally did. 
it was, it was, yeah, you totally set this up. So I know you've got this covered. And man, it didn't happen instantly. Actually, only last week, a couple of months, eight weeks after the, the initial incident, someone blessed us with £5,000. And then last week I heard as well that I got a tax rebate for 300 So £45 for a brand new engine is not really that bad. Um, man, God is good. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm sharing that story and it may not happen for you like that, but gratitude, you know, opens a way for you to step into your purpose, not only for yourself, but for others. <laughs> you see, good deeds, good deeds, guys, know this. And having gratitude, it's twice a blessing. Benefiting both the giver and receiver. Man, I was blessed as a result of that guy, you know, and that um, opportunity in him giving his life to Jesus. And what I forgot to say, when he texted me um, back after those churches, he texted me back to say thank you. He texted me back to say thank you. He's like, as a result of this morning, I've got hope to face the future. I'm like, that's incredible. Guys, know your purpose, not only for yourself, but for others. And the last one, moving on, is praise. Always praise. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So you cannot develop the habitude of gratitude without praise. And whatever season of life you're in right now, good or bad, valley or mountaintop, whether you feel like it or not, I want to encourage you to praise. So you remember in difficult situations too, you're not praising God for that situation, you're praising him in it, despite it. See, there's more, the more you do, the more you do that, gratitude, it becomes second nature. It becomes a behavior. And I want you to know this morning that feelings have to follow behavior. So find something to be thankful for and praise him. The two are vital, thanksgiving and praise. You know, we have a promise, don't we? Psalm 100 verse four, that we can enter God's presence with thanksgiving and praise. It's then that in the moment, the great I am says, I am with you. Thank God in all things. When you pray, pray with thanksgiving. See, the healthiest human emotion, it's not love, it's gratitude. It's gratitude, praising God, being thankful, it also benefits us. Now, we've looked already at some of those things this morning. So cultivate the habitude of gratitude, of being thankful in everything, because it reduces your stress, stress life um, as well. Praising God causes us to think about the, the right things, to trust in God's word instead of worrying. I want to invite the, the band back the, the, this morning. What are you trusting in this morning? Are you trusting in God's word? Or are you worrying? Huh. We looked at the verse Philippians 4 and verse 4 to 7, and you probably know it well. Man, I've had to use that verse over my life a, a lot recently. And I want you to know here that the, the first thing is to rejoice. And Paul says it twice, rejoice. I say it again, rejoice. Then 
the result of not worrying, of praying about everything, giving thanks in, in all circumstances, huh, leads us to experiencing God's peace. It will guard our hearts and minds. Man, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds. And you live in Jesus and you cultivate that habitude of gratitude. So this morning, we're going to finish where we started. We're going to finish with the, the song that we, we started with, the song Grateful. We're going to express our gratitude to God. We're going to thank Him in all circumstances, good and bad. Because you know what? What I've known is that we are really more forgetful than thankful. And I'll, I'll prove it to you. Who remembers the opening lines, the first lyrics of the song we sang this morning? How did we start? Let me tell you. It's the lyrics of the first song. Grateful. This is the day you made. That's present, guys. Be present. Continues, whatever comes, I won't complain. For all my love is in your name. Guys, that is purpose. And then it continues, and now joy, your joy awaits my praise. And that's praise. Be present. Know your purpose. Always praise. Whatever situation you're in, especially the guys, the bad. And know that God is, is in control. Cultivate the habitude of gratitude. Find something to be grateful for. And, and you know, this week I, I saw something on Instagram. And, man, it, like, it, it made me chuckle. Um, and it made me laugh and, and just give God um, th- thanks again, some gratitude. It says this, it, it may come up on the screen. Greens. It, it says this, we, we may be walking and others may be running. But God gave the tortoise and the horse the same amount of time to get into Noah's Ark. It made me laugh and it made me chuckle and it made me, it made me thankful. Because you know, I'm not always running. And sometimes when I'm walking, it seems like I'm taking three steps back rather than going forward. But you know what it says there is God gave the same amount of time. And I want you to know, guys, we, we all have the same amount of time. We all have 24 hours in a day. And when you cultivate that habitude of gratitude, man, it changes things. Your perspective changes. So this morning, I'm going to invite you to stand. And we're going to finish with the song that we started with. And I want us this time to notice the words. Sing them and be fully thankful. Be present. Know your purpose and always praise. Let me pray. Father God, this morning, I want to I wanna thank you. And Father God, this is not a, a polite thank you now. This is, oh, this is the quality of thankfulness. I want to thank you for everything you've done and are doing in my life. Maybe just just own something of that now. Be thankful for, for one thing. 
Father, we thank you. We thank you that you gave your best. You gave your life. And if you did nothing else, that would be enough. But you continue, Father, to to walk with us. You give us time. You give us grace. You give us mercy. And Father, we don't say thank you enough. We are often more forgetful than thank you, than thankful. But in this moment, Father God, we want to we want to take a moment and we want to express our gratitude, the quality of being thankful to you. And as we do, watch things change. So Father God, we thank you. We love you. May your presence continue to be with us as we enter it with thanksgiving and praise. In Jesus' name.